Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chess. 1234 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, we open the show with How Soon Is Now with the Smiths. Brad, the photographer, says best intro tune ever. Uh, we talked about the long-term rivalry with uh, Morrissey and uh, Hockey Howie says, Bob, Morrissey plays the Jube on Thursday. I did not know that. We mentioned Mike Smith's puck handling. And Brian Burke's comment yesterday said, Bob, it wasn't 100 fewer hits a year. It was 100 fewer hits in a month. And uh, people are asking about Ethan Bear. Please tell me that Ethan Bear is playing tomorrow. I would be surprised that Ethan Bear... Uh, it would not be in the lineup. I'm sure he's going to get recalled later today. And I got two texts from guys. Tiny Ted, Bob, no offense, but your listeners don't really care about the temperature of the room that you're in. Uh, thank you for Tiny Ted. Great handle, by the way, Tiny Ted. Uh, it's all good. Let's do this. We're going to go to our River Curry Resort and Casino hotline. We're pleased to be joined by NHL Hockey and Rogers lead uh, bird dog himself. Yes, number one insider is Elliot Friedman, again, for the River Curry Resort and Casino. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, by the way, I like your new profile. You like my new what? Sorry? Did you have a new profile pic on Twitter? I, I've not seen my profile pic yet. I thought the one I saw was pretty new, so I I gotta say I was impressed by it. I thought it was a nice picture. It I'll have to geez, I it was there a new one for the show for Oilers now? Maybe that's what it is. I'll have to ask Mr. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, I didn't check my I didn't change my actually you know why Elliot? Because the one I, I've used uh for the last four years is from when I was on Bernstein. So I was down a couple okay. pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, are yeah. you on are you uh, on a speakerphone right now or no, I'm on I'm on headphones. So oh, I'm you're on headphones. Good? Yeah, they're yeah, now we're a little bit scratchy there. So, anyways, what did you think of opening of the opening couple nights in the National Hockey League? What's stuck out in your mind, Elliot? Well, aside from uh, your game, there were a lot of goals scored. Um, I, I mean, we always liked that. Um, I thought uh, I, I thought the games were generally pretty entertaining. Um, you know, yours, I think, in a lot of ways, is a lot different. And uh, I think one of the reasons about that being the case, Bob, was that. 
I, I thought that opening night was good for the Oilers, not only because of the win, but because your players sent a message that they were going to buy in to what Dave Tippett wanted them to do. And they committed to defense. Uh, they played, there were a lot of times, as Berkey pointed out in the broadcast, that there were five guys in the, in the screen. You could see them. Uh, then at the end of the game, he kind of turned them loose and said, okay, 29 and 97, go win it, which they did. But, you know, I, I think from an Edmonton point of view, if your guys commit to playing that way all season, uh, it's going to be a better than expected year for you, I think. Yeah, I know there are a lot of people, uh, you know, look, you never want to lose a player like Adam Larson. He's a hard-nosed, no. old-school player. Uh, the game has changed a little bit uh, more to, uh, you know, puck-moving defensemen. I, Elliot, I, I got to tell you, like, we all expect Ethan Bear back up here. We know he's coming right back up. He played, Well, that was to maximize LTS. Right, right? absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So he yeah. played great the other night. Like, his... His uh, zone exit uh, completion percentage was off the charts. He won a lot of puck battles down low. And this this could be a real interesting story just, you know, because of, you know, frankly, where Ethan's come from. I mean, there's he's got a lot of fans. I'll tell you that. We deal with this on a daily basis. But it's, it's a real good story because he was almost the forgotten prospect on the Oilers' defense. Well, there's no question. When I had a chance to talk to Ken Hollander this week, he said... I asked him who were the guys who kind of surprised him or opened his eyes a bit. You know, Ethan Bear was the number one choice, and you know, I don't think that would surprise anybody out there who's listening to this show and follows the Oilers. The thing about Larson is, is um, it, it, it's really interesting. When he, when he got hurt or the news got out yesterday, you know what people around the league are kind of like? It, it's too bad that, you know, I, I think the thing that happens is because he's in Edmonton and who he got traded for, it becomes about, you know, that as opposed to the player that he is. Right. And, and you know, you're going to miss him. He's a horse. He's, he's a guy who, take, who plays a lot of minutes. He's, he's a guy who plays a big role on your team. I mean, you know, Bob, being there, that you're basically going to have to remodel your defense. Yep. He's not an easy guy that you're, you can't really trade to replace him. There's not a lot available that will kind of fill the job that you want him to do that you're, and that's not going to cause you a problem under the cap when he comes back and he's healthy. So, you know, I, I, he's a big loss. There's no question about it. It's, it's going to force you guys to really reorganize some things. It's not going to be easy to replace. Well, without being politically too politically sensitive, Adam Larson does the crap. He does the heavy lifting. He does That's the too politically sensitive. Well, I used the word crap. I was I could have used a different. Is, it, is crap really a bad word? I'm sure I've offended somebody somewhere, Elliot. My <laughs> God, I hope not. Well, but you're right. He does, he does the heavy lifting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's much focus. Elliot, I got two or three texts today, or more than that, yeah. actually. A couple tweets. I know you're on. What other shows did you do today? Were you in Vancouver, Calgary? Where else were you on radio today? I was in Calgary and Calgary and Toronto. All right, so we got some comments from uh, some of your fans uh, about a comment you made about the window that Ken Holland has to impress Connor McDavid. And your, your statement was not, uh, you know what, this is a all markets are sensitive to situations with players. Your yeah. comment 
basically was you think there's a window here and the clock did you suggest the clock i i want to get the exact comments right just about you know mcdavid's degree of patience or mcdavid's camp's degree of patience well you know they asked me like how long do you because how long do you think that they have to show that that uh, they the Connor McDavid that they're going in the right direction. I said two years, yeah. and it's not the first time I've said it. Right, and I stand I stand by it. And you're not the only one to say it. So what happens in that situation is yeah. people are like, well, does he have you know? Is Jeff Jackson is the McDavid camp saying you know what I mean? And to me, that's kind of somewhat pragmatic your approach, frankly. Like it's you're not the only guy to say that out there. Uh, that, that well, works. I, I, w- I would say this to those people who are wondering, am I getting that from uh, Jeff Jackson and Connor McDavid? No, the answer is no. I, I'm not getting that from Jeff Jackson and Connor McDavid. But I'll, I'll tell you what I, I am saying. I believe that Ken Holland and Jeff Jackson have forged a relationship that the two of them speak quite often, that especially in the offseason, well, first of all, in the offseason, you're, you're monitoring McDavid's health. You know, there was, as, as everybody knows, there were rumors all summer that he was injured more seriously than everybody thought. And so you're, you're working through that. But the second thing you're working through, there's a new DM. He's your most important player. Everybody knows how much the guy can't stand losing. He's miserable because the team is not winning, okay? Which any great player would be. And I think what happened was, is, is Holland got through and began to understand more about what he was dealing with, the shape of the organization, where things were going. He started filling him in on his plan. And the one thing I have said many times, and I believe it to be true, is that Ken Holland told the Oilers, this is not a quick fix. Right. If you think this is turning around in a year, you are just going to make more mistakes. So I think he had to sell uh, Jeff Jackson and McDavid and say, this is what the plan is, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to make it work. And, you know, I I just think that, I I just really believe, you call it an educated guess, that they've got two years to show McDavid that this is going in the right direction. If in two years it's still a mess, then you've got a problem. And two years is a long time. Well, it is, and no better illustration of that than who would have thought we would have been having this conversation at the start of the 2017-18 season, Elliot, when multiple hockey experts out there and pundits picked the Edmonton Oilers to be in the Stanley Cup final that year on the heels of a 103-point season in 2016-17. Nobody saw 78 and 79-point seasons back-to-back, Elliot. Nobody no, saw nobody that did. Right? Nobody so. did, unless you're really a pessimist. But look, like the other thing I said this morning, and I was I was wondering if it would uh, get get out here, was that I think there's people, like I know the fans out there are like, man, we, we want to make the playoffs more. We've missed the playoffs a lot, and I get that. I just think that like Ken Holland to the first year of a five-year deal, and he would never, ever say this, and I don't think that the players would ever want to hear it, but I just got to think that if you guys competed hard this year, got better, gave it a run, and then got another lottery pick in what is a really good draft, 
I don't know if that's the worst thing for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. You just can't say that. Well, Dave Tippett has turned franchises around before. Dallas, a 21-point improvement his first year there. Got him in the playoffs. 28-point improvement in Arizona. And part of the reason why he's been able to do it uh, traditionally has been uh, through defense. And the Oilers, and I know Brian Burke, and we had Brian on yesterday, Elliot. You know, he showed how tight uh, and compact the Oilers were defensively. Five-man attack, five-man back. That was the verbiage mm-hmm. that was out there. Um Dave also spoke about, you know, the orders needing to become a team. There is a variable at Edmonton this year, and it's something Dave Tippett has also always had. Okay? When he was in Dallas, he had Marty Turco. And yeah. when he was in Arizona, he had Mike Smith. And those yeah. two guys might be the best puck handling goaltenders over the last uh, 20 years in the National Hockey League. And I bring that up. I had a little bit of fun with a tweet today, but the fact of the matter is Berkey was on yesterday saying, no, we did studies on this. He lightened lightened the workload and saved our defensemen about 100 hits a month. And uh, it is a different dimension when you have a goaltender that can handle a buck like that. Yeah, uh, of course it is, 100%. And there's going to be some moments where it goes really wrong, and you have to put up with those for all the things that go really right. Uh, you have to put up with a couple that go wrong. And, you know, Mike Smith has had a really good, successful NHL career and is still playing as he approaches 40 because of that ability. And uh, he'll help you guys. There's, there's The other thing, too, is he's a really competitive guy. And I, I think that competition rubs off on people. I really do. We're joined by Elliot Freeman. All right, Elliot, one of the questions we got is, why didn't the Edmonton Oilers pick up Josh Hosang on waivers? Again, the Oilers are at 48 contracts right now. It would not yep. surprise me next summer if Edmonton only carried 45 contracts in because they're kind of limited. Uh, you know, Connor McDavid played with Josh Hosang. Hosang's agent, have they asked for a trade at this stage? Yes. Okay. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, the thing I would say is, and Jeff Merrick, my podcast co-host and Wednesday Night Hockey co-host, he wants to see Josh Hosang in Edmonton because he remembers Josh Hosang and Connor McDavid on an outstanding uh, minor hockey team in Toronto, and he wants to see that happen again. But one thing everybody has to realize, and I should have written this this week and I didn't, I I forgot, is that if you had claimed Hosang uh, on waivers, you had to keep him in the NHL. Yep. And I don't think teams are interested in that. I, I think that I do think that there are teams who will trade for him and try him out first in the American Hockey League. But if you claim him on waivers, you don't have that option without risking putting him out there again. So I think that's a more likely scenario. Um, and if he if he gets traded, I would expect he starts with his new team in the AHL. Is there anything going on with Paul Yarby? You know, I, I said Wednesday night during your game that it was quiet right now. That's uh, that's the information I got. Um, you know, I know somebody said to me this morning after Larson got down, I think it was in Toronto or Calgary, one of those interviews they did, where now that the injury happened to Larson, maybe you trade Pugliarvi now. I mean, I don't know if that has any one thing has anything to do with the other. The one thing I really believe is that you guys think that the better he plays over there, the more his value goes up. Right. And I think that I think that's the hand that you guys are going to try to play. All right. 
Elliot Freeman joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers for a friend at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Elliot, uh, why has Jack Johnson not been traded yet? I don't know if it was ever that close. I mean, I know there were reports this week, and maybe Pittsburgh had something that fell through. But I just, you know, you look at the teams that have a lot of cap room. Uh, there's Ottawa, and I don't think the Sanders are interested in that. Um, there's Columbus. Well, Columbus is certainly not interested in that. They already had Jack Johnson. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's just some situations there where teams that have cap room have either had them before or it, it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, the other thing, too, is with him is that, you know, what's the sweetener? You know, what's the, what's the part of that deal that, you know, either you're taking back a, a tough contract or you're doing something that makes Johnson's situation more attractive? Like, I have to tell you, I mean, I don't, I don't like to throw shade at other reporters. I, I know what that's like, and I don't believe in it. The only thing I can tell you is I heard it was not close this week. So the only possibility is that uh, something fell through or some, someone was a bit more optimistic about the possibility than was really true. Elliot Friedman joining us in Oilers Now in our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Elliot, Taylor yeah. Hall, New Jersey Devils. What are you mm-hmm. hearing? You know, I, I, I think negotiations are going on. Um, I think New Jersey knows what it's going to cost to keep them. We know that's going to be a big number. So what are we talking? Uh, Eleven million per year? I, you know, I would I would think so. I mean, Bob, do you see any way it's going to be less than that? No, I don't. So, so, so here you go. Like, uh, I, I think that you know if you want to keep Taylor Hall, you're you're talking a double digit number, and before uh, before the first comma. And, you know, I, I'm sure New Jersey understands that and recognizes that. You know, I just think the biggest question, there's two, the two biggest questions are this. Number one, how good are they? Yep. I think that 100%, 100% matters. And number two, you know, when, when John Tavares signed and did his uh, process, Taylor Hall was one of the guys who admitted he was really intrigued by that process. So... I think that's going to be the other part of this. It's going to be, A, it's going to be the, the beats, as it always is. I, I hate when people pretend it's not about money. I recognize it's about money. <laughs> Number two, it's going to be about how good the team is. Um, and, and number three, I think it's going to be about, does Taylor Hall want to test the market? Or does he say, you know what, I really like it here, and I'm good with that. One final one for you, Elliot. Alex Petrangelo, given how quickly the St. Louis Blues moved to get Justin Falk signed, um, yep. you know, it's interesting. I look at San Jose, and I wonder if San Jose is going to be a different and, – and we have a, a San Jose fan that texts me all the time, and, you know, the Oilers stink, and the San Jose is uh, the model franchise in the NHL, and they can get any player. Is it, is it Doug Wilson? No, it's not Doug Wilson. Okay. It's a fellow by the name of Fear the Finn that texts me. His daughter. Went oh, I know. Of course, yeah, of course. The Fear the Finn. No, I, I don't even know if it's the same guy. But anyhow, ah. bottom line here is uh, the the San Jose Sharks made a priority paying Evander Kane ahead of paying Joe Pavelski, and yes. I I wonder if that changes a little bit 
the compl- because to me, Joe, Joe Pavelski was the heart and soul of the Sharks. And when I, I think lo- a lot of people are asking the same question. All right, and then I look at St. Louis, and you won with Alex Petrangelo, and his name was out there at the 2016 draft, by the way. Because and the, it was out there, and it was out there last year, early in the year, when right. we were really struggling. Okay, and now you, you know, brought now you brought in Justin Falk, who is nowhere yeah. near as good all-around defender as Alex Petrangelo, and you've paid Falk, and you got Pareko paid as well. Can you afford yep. three guys on the right? Is there a chance Alex Petrangelo ends up becoming a high-profile free agent this summer? Yes, I think there's a chance. Um, you know, they're coming here. They're here on Monday. And, you know, they're, they're, Petrangelo is represented by Newport, and they're here. And I could see a meeting, for sure. Um, we'll see, but... Look, I, I gotta believe at the end of the day that it's gonna work out. But I do. Th- but look, the fact that we're here right now and it isn't done, it says to you that they're having a battle getting there. And sometimes a battle is just a grind. You get, you know, Doug Armstrong's a tough negotiator. The Newport guys are tough negotiators. Sometimes it just takes time to get there. Like I've been through hard negotiations in my own career. You think you're gonna get there? You just grind until one side gives up and says whatever. But I think the fact that the fault move happened is is an indicator that it's been harder than they all expected. So is there a chance? Yes, but we have time before we get there. All right, Elliot, I got this text from Epstein's mother. He says, hey, Bob, in a year from now when the Leafs don't get out of the first round again, is Elliot going to go on Toronto radio and talk about Austin Matthews maybe giving the Leafs two more years? Just kidding. <laughs> you know what, guys? I got to tell you. I'm having fun with questions you. Questions that could answer. Well, you know what? Put it this way: at least, how long is Connor signed for? He's signed for eight years, Elliot. How long is Matthews signed for? Five. And we've already got Berkey saying Matthews is going to leave in five years. Don't worry, Epstein's mother. I'm going to get plenty of questions like that. Awesome stuff, Elliot. Thanks for your time. All right, guys. Take care. That's Elliot Friedman, and he is our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety's their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Guests on our show receive good certificates, too. Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own. Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie, Brendan, and... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The staff at Roos Chris at Oilers now sent you off to a quick timeout when we come back NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. I look at Ethan Bear. He's he's inexperienced in the NHL to an extent, but he's still got enough time here. He understands what how to play. And exhibition season he was very good. He was very good in game one, too. Really good, really solid. So, um, yeah, I have, I have no worries about him at all. 
There you go. Expect to see Ethan Bear recall at some point today. Straight into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business, where your order is done on time every time. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, a quick turnaround for the Winnipeg Jets after falling to the Rangers last night. They get the New Jersey Devils tonight in East Rutherford. Toronto, the only other Canadian team in action on the road in Columbus. The St. Louis Blues signed forward Braden Shen to an eight-year, $52 million contract extension. The 28-year-old had 54 points in 72 games for the Blues last year and will carry a $6.5 million cap hit starting next season. The agent for uh, Senators forward Logan Brown not happy with the young center uh, not cracking the lineup. Andy Scott, who also represents Leon Dreisaitl, says he's never seen another player met with such resistance by the team that drafted him early in the first round. Uh, Much more on the Edmonton Oil Kings coming up in a bit here with head coach Brad Lauer, but they are in Winnipeg right now. They've got a date with the ice tonight. Tomorrow it's the Brandon Wheat Kings and the U of A Golden Bears south of the border getting some action in against the defending back-to-back NCAA champion Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Sunday it's the St. Cloud State Huskies. 12.58 off to the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and when we come back in Oilers now for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta Sportsnet Spec. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.